Welcome to Chase's Rundown, Denver's greatest real estate podcast. I'm Chase Atrowski, a practicing real estate broker with Kentwood City Properties in Denver, Colorado. Our guest today is Cameron Martinez with Epic Marketing. He's a digital marketing guru in Denver, Colorado, uh, but he works with clients all over the country. Cameron is an open book uh, that you rarely find in this space. I feel like he's at the pinnacle of his game, especially here in the Denver market. And it's been really, really cool sitting down and uh, bouncing off, bouncing ideas off him, seeing where, what he's doing and measuring where I'm at against that. It's pretty cool. So as he will, as you'll learn really quickly on, Cameron's all about making sure you walk away feeling like uh, there's value added. And so that's what I like so much about him. So without any further ado, Cameron Martinez, Epic Marketing. Enjoy. to the horse. So welcome to Chase's Rundown. This is going to be our digital marketing episode. Today we have the digital guru marketing himself, Cameron Martinez with Epic Marketing. Hey, what's going on everybody? Appreciate you joining in. So I'm going to share this so that more people can see it. We are here at Kentwood City Properties downtown HQ for all the cool stuff going on. And uh, yeah, so thanks for coming on, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. I love this office. For those of you from Kentwood who are watching, this is you did a great job. <laughs> <laughs> so, a uh, little bit of a sneak peek, we're actually going to be doing over a, um, a complete overhaul here soon. So, take it all in as you will. Hopefully, they don't... This building has been here for, God, since ever. And, uh, like, it's so cool throughout it. They've got these pictures of... They've got these pictures of, uh, like... It was like the Democratic National Committee... Like, uh, convention from like the early 1900s and you just see all of these people standing right outside of here yeah. and it's like everybody's got like it's like the straw hat kind of thing and everybody's like all done up with like their wagons and stuff Yeah, it's like oh my god that's that's how old this place is and that's reality yeah so yeah. it's um that's funny man what's up Casey how's it going let Casey us, yeah let us know if you have any uh, specific questions yeah for, and I apologize for, mostly, no, for looking down I'm, I'm just sharing this to people so that they can come watch and get some value out of it. Yeah. So, uh, so tell everybody about about yourself, what you do at Epic Marketing, and uh, yeah, just take it. Yeah, man. What would make this the most powerful interview you've done so far? Okay. What would? Yeah. Well, there's like a drop here. <laughs> if you like launch Did yourself off, that, off the ledge, that would be pretty entertaining. <laughs> what would make it the most powerful? I think is that if you were to just say something that was you reached one person that felt like it was compelling enough for them to, to think about it tomorrow um, how about for somebody to watch it twice cool I think we I mean, can make that happen yeah for um, you guys to help us make that happen make sure you're sharing this video drop some love some likes get some engagement on this um, I'm sure you'll be sharing it around so. yeah man everywhere you can and I what I love sharing about what I, the the, the the Facebook group that I like sharing to the most, specifically from um, whenever I'm talking to like an area expert like this, is the real estate helpful blogs. It's like such an unassuming group, but mm -hmm. it's got a pretty big following. And it's like, that's a fairly wholesome little group that yeah. I don't think gets enough. I think helpful gets just trampled on so often. Yeah. And um, that's why I'm so happy to sit down with people like yourself to just kind of have that and forward that mission. Yep. Right? Um, so I think what would make this most powerful? I think if by the end of it, we could have almost like a, a plan of action for somebody that has been looking for an answer on maybe able to, maybe targeting uh, or, you know, 
let's say that they just got certified to help seniors and maybe by the end of this we could come up with a, a plan for them to more effectively convey their message to that group and, and harness that that you know cool absolutely yeah we can do that um, and guys I mean ask questions if you have them if they come up please do that I'm you know I have it all up here and it may it may not come out like you would expect unless you're asking me um, to tell you the answer to it but a little bit about what I do. Again, my name is Cameron Martinez. Um, I help real estate professionals stay top of mind and influence their ideal clients' newsfeed on Facebook and using social media um, to generate leads. So that's what I do for a lot of people here in Denver and a lot of people around the country. So Sweet. Yeah, man. So uh, how long have you been into it? I've been doing this for about a year and a half. Um, in the real estate industry, I've been doing it since about October and it kind of it's kind of funny kind of just fell in my lap um, I found that I was constantly surrounded by people in the real estate industry right because <laughs> it, it oh, feels sure. like everybody it, yeah everybody and their mom knows a real estate agent uh -huh. right and so it's super important to be able to differentiate yourself but um, my brother's a real estate agent he's with Remax Pros and, um, I think they have two offices but he's an agent and then one of my good friends Patrick Lorien he's also an agent and mm -hmm. so naturally being surrounded by those two they have a huge community of the people in this industry as well so you know being surrounded by them kind of just fell in my lap yeah and so since you're so since you're you know so close to, to that what were some direct what were some of the early identifiers that these people really needed um, help just the fact that the real estate industry is at least 10 years behind everything else, yeah. every un other industry out there. Even some, I mean, some of the people I've worked with, their CRMs are still from the 90s, right? Um, some of their websites are still, you know, not optimized to capture someone's attention as soon as somebody gets there. Yeah. Um, I would say just meeting the people that knew that this was important, but didn't even know where to start. I yeah. think that was the first sign that, okay, I can help you and everyone that you know out with this with this process yeah. um, and, and something that you know most recently happened to me I was at um, the the conference with Gary V and Tony Robbins oh I, was that good it was amazing yeah it was I only stayed for the Gary was the v call portion. Scene, right yeah I was at the yeah the call or uh, the uh, national West, stock show the Western oh, yeah. convention or whatever Dude, yeah. yeah national Western complex we saw an alpaca show there when we went yeah. <laughs> nice. we were like oh cool they're gonna be cowboys they're gonna be like people like on a fucking bowl and yeah. it's like now for the alpaca show. <laughs> We're like, okay, <laughs> what am I doing? Here? Yeah, no, yeah. So it was, it was funny. Um, so I went to that, and Gary V. If you guys, if you guys don't know him, um, he's you know everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's just a guy that preaches visibility using social media, the most powerful platform that Day you have attention. to. Yeah, literally, it's it's gaining attention every single day, no matter what you're doing, which is especially in this industry, the most important part. Mm -hmm. um, that agents and lenders and whoever else it is should be focusing on mm -hmm. and that will in turn in turn uh turn into business right um but what gary v said is he stood up and said how many people in this audience 90 percent of them being in the real estate industry mm -hmm. have tried facebook advertising and have failed ask questions if you have them ask questions guys and 90 percent of the audience stood up right and here i am probably the, maybe one of the one out of five if that people who um do this for a living. This is my business. This is what I do for people and help them generate leads and business using social media. It was just like a punch in the face. Like 90% yeah. of these people have not had success with this. And I'm sitting here watching this happen instead totally. of being out there creating something that will give them the leverage that they need. So that's why you didn't stay? Yeah. So as soon as Gary V did that and he was like, what you guys should be doing, I want this to be your last um, event you guys go to because I want you guys just to just be out there creating shit and making shit happen. Totally. And I left immediately after. Uh, that's smart, man. That's yeah. the truth. So. Because once you get that, that's with a lot of things that you're there for, right? One of it is to light that fire under your ass and go, right? Yep. Um, and so it's almost like if you were to st like still be sitting there afterward, you're you're putting you're exhausting those flames so then all this you know so I I, I dig that a lot yeah yeah it was uh, it was that it was more of a like disrespect to me not so much everyone else uh -huh. um, not that he intended to do it he's just like he's one of those guys that just like tells it how it is totally um, so it was just like oh my gosh like what am I doing why have I not 
made an impact to this many people yet. So mm-hmm. immediately after that, created an ad and said, hey guys, this is what I do. If you watch the Gary Vee, uh-huh. if you watch Gary Vee talk, um, I can help you with this. So, so. You, you, you did a ad mm-hmm. that was essentially conveying, it was conveying a message, but it was continuing the conversation from something that they elected to do and yep. something that they garnered value from. And so I think that that is what the true value add that you are able to bring to um, the table, in my opinion. And so like on a very high level, you're able to um, equip people with the tools, but that savvy keenness to, sure, you know the tools. I could target an architect in Wyoming. Yep. Easy. But... To be able to further a conversation that you know that person is relevant to and then be able to convey and, and um, demonstrate value and be able to give, yep. that nuance of just marketing is so key. Yep. And people may that's, – that's simply um, just being human, right, is totally. wanting to be relevant to the conversation and participate. But unless you have the mechanism to then in- engage and include yourself and be relevant yep. – and you can get them there. You can, absolutely. And it's funny that you bring that up because a common misconception with Facebook is that you know, you're know you spamming your audience or you're putting this message in front of people because you know that they're interested in something. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. Facebook advertising or you know any content that you put out there, the message should be to show people that they have a problem that they're not aware of. Sure. That's how Facebook works. It's not Google. You're not actively searching for whatever it is that you want or need at that current Uh, moment in time Mm -hmm. Facebook is a social media platform you're getting on there to interact with your friends and learn more about you just keep up with them right Right. so the intention should be become that friend become that person that they want to get onto Facebook and see what they're up to Mm -hmm. because people who are on there don't necessarily know they have a problem until you're putting it in their face and speaking that message that they're not aware of but it's been in the back of their mind for a while right right? and then they'll take action yeah And, and and so being being privy to what is going to be and is going to get them to engage, right? Because that's what you want. You ultimately want them to change from passively viewing to then, again, being viewing you as that outlet and that person that can help them solve that need. Exactly. Um, what so what I think is really interesting is, and I think that we are to again to steal from uh, Gary. It's like we are so early. Like we're ten, we're ten years behind in real estate tech mm-hmm. to service our clients and to service the space. The lead generation is just is like you know, is is square one mm-hmm. because the fact of the matter is is that the way that we are advertising properties and again that's a hum that's like the value proposition that we are giving to clients mm-hmm. um, sellers. Yep. But yet, the sad reality is is that we are still depending on e-flyers through email, mm-hmm. word of mouth, posting, like passively posting the listing that's just a web page, right? Yep. Either syndication or MLS. It's all very dated, just yeah. like everything else. I agree. It's What I'll say to that is it's just about adapting to what where people are, right? It's marketing 101, be where everybody is. Right. That stuff, I'm not going to degrade any of those tools that you just mentioned, but they are less successful than what is out there right now. Mm-hmm. Investing in the now, in the in the technology that you have access to yeah. is going to be more beneficial, but it all comes back to building community right? Yeah. and just being visible. There's this, this equation that I didn't create, I wish I did, but it's something that I love to preach to people um, that I, you know, that are in business or trying to get business from social media, right? Visibility plus credibility equals profitability. Totally. The more visible you are, the more that you show that you know what you're talking about, there's it's just inevitable that that turns into business. Yeah. And so, you know, the, the technology we have access to, yeah, those, those are great tools, but if you don't have an intention behind it, if you're not trying to actively build that community, you're not going to last very long. Mm-hmm. It'll be an immediate ROI, right, which is what everybody's caught up on, right? If yeah. it doesn't provide an immediate ROI, I don't want to have anything to do with it. Right. Which is... Not the mindset I want to have going into business. I want to be, I have a vision of being one of the most connected people in Denver. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that by going after an immediate ROI. Mm-hmm. I have to be visible. I have to 
consistently be in front of the people that I want to connect with and build that community. Mm-hmm. And no matter what industry you're in, that's where you should start first. Totally. And I agree because I think ROI is a direct conflict to authenticity a lot of the time. So unless you make a calculated effort and saying, okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting a ton of business from uh, salt, salt tank uh, salt take fish cleaners or you know, like an aquarium guy. Yeah. And so I'm going to invest my time in dealing with those people. Okay. That's a, that's a business decision because you're calculating that you're getting more return out of those interactions. So you're not completely folding on the authenticity. Um, right. But it's always interesting how if you're building that community, I think that's where my, it feels like the hemispheres of my brain start coming apart. Is it's like, okay, I'm building a community around me being me, but yet I'm going to target specific people. Mm-hmm. So am I targeting me or am I targeting, you know, am I tar- targeting the saltfish tank people or am I targeting, you know, so I always find like that's so interesting how both are preached yet they almost seem opposite. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's funny, like I am an advertiser, right? I educate people on how to target their ideal client right but you don't know who your ideal client is until one you actually do the research on who that is and two you're finding out what they want yeah right? that again it all goes it, this is just basic stuff yeah figuring out what people want and giving it to them yeah nobody wants a real estate agent right they just want to buy or sell their home they don't they're not actively seeking for somebody to help them with that process they would do it on their own if they could right but they understand that it might not be the best route mm-hmm. right so if you can provide the va- enough value to show people that, hey, I'm not here to, you know, steal your, like, just take your money. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to uh, make this process streamlined and as easy as possible for you. Mm-hmm. You'll win the business every single time. Totally. Right? So. And so, okay. So, let's say I just got that. Let's say I take a great interest in dealing with um, elderly people that are, are either having to downsize or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. Right? And so there's a there's a professional designation for that. I, I guess it behoove me to look it up real quick. But um, let's just say that I that's that's what I wanted to specialize in. Mm-hmm. So if I just got that designation, but I wanted to more effectively look up, um, uh, if I wanted to effectively target those people, mm-hmm. there's a couple different ways that you could. Uh, There's a couple different uh, SRES, so Senior Real Estate Specialist Council, or so Senior Real Estate Specialist. So let's say you got that designation. So there's a couple different things that you could look at. You could say, okay, I would like to target the people that are like their children or that are having to, um, you know, be a part of that situation, but not necessarily those people specific, like not specifically the homeowners themselves. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that, you know, the intent would be okay if they need help. Um, selling this house for them, they could be my advocate for them. Or am I going to directly target the people that uh, would be looking to sell the home? Mm -hmm. Or would I just completely open it up across the board and, uh, you know, the odds are that the bigger net I throw out there, the more likelihood that somebody will know something, somebody like that, that they might need my help. So I guess the question would be is that if if I have those three different paths to go down, What's more effective? What's uh, how do you gauge that? Mm-hmm. And like, kind of where do you go? Because you've got the know-how, just like you said at the beginning. You got the know-how. Mm-hmm. How do you make it more accessible to people? Absolutely. So, well, let me back up a little bit. So you have these three different scenarios, right? You have a, a casting a big net, targeting the children of the seller, uh-huh. and then targeting the seller themselves. But right. they may be an older demographic. That's right. that's what you're asking, correct? Yes. Or maybe there's other ones that I'm not even privy to. Right. Where I would start is, again, researching that, right? Uh-huh. You just, you know what to do. I would, <laughs> as an advertiser, this, is gonna, you know, this may not relate to that many people, but try it all, right? Mm-hmm. It's always going to be best to be as, as targeted as you can be, mm-hmm. but it's going to be a different message for each one of those categories. Mm-hmm. When you're targeting the seller who's an older demographic, they probably don't want to sell their home, right? Right. And if they do... They need to be told why. Why is it going to be beneficial for me? I've been here for 30 years or whatever that may be, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the child of the, of the seller may be, you know, 
we want to put them in a smaller home. They want they want to downsize, right? They're speaking right. for less stairs. Exactly. Think, yeah. yeah, we need less stairs. This is what this is what they need, but they're too stubborn to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you have to direct a message to those certain people, mm-hmm. saying, "Hey, we understand why you want to do this. Here are your options." Mm-hmm. And then casting a big net, you know, that's it can be an okay place to start to get the information that you need in order to deliver the message to those right people, but go spend time with them. Go see what they actually want. Totally. Right? If that's really who you're, that's really your specialty, you should know what they want, right? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you need to do everything possible to figure that out. Yeah. And so where do you start with that other than just doing research, just actual boots on the ground? Is there, are there tools that you might be able to um, suss that out just behind your desk? Yeah, I mean... You can you can Google anything, right? As right. far as <laughs> Facebook advertising, um, what it allows you to do is get very hyper targeted. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, choose the demographic from let's just say fifty to sixty five, mm-hmm. male and female, and then you can break that up into how much income they make every year, yeah. where do they live, what is the zip code where the you know most of these people are living right now. Let's mm-hmm. just zone in on that, and then let's create engagement to constantly be in front of these people to show them that um, they are in a very you know wanted area but they might not have taken action on selling their home yet yeah um, and so you know to keep it kind of simplified Facebook advertising is my expertise so I'm gonna go, I'm always gonna go back there but again you can you can google where these people are living I would start there and mm-hmm. say you know mo- the majority of the you know seniors in Colorado live in this zip code. Okay, great. Now I'm going to show myself, my face to that zip code constantly. And it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be expensive, but understanding who those people are, researching that. Yeah. And then finding them on other platforms like Facebook. Right. And it's so interesting that you just it's so funny how when you just put it that simply, you can always refer back like just put your face in front of them. Um it is funny how you can uh liken that to things in the past that that were for me right like yep. the the real estate broker's face on the shopping cart advertisement that was i don't know why that one had such <laughs> such an impact on me yeah but i i i secretly want to uh do that at some point but yeah facebook's your new shopping cart right so yeah. if you constantly see that face rolling by uh it's uh it's subconscious, it, right? It's, and it leaves that impact. Well, imagine this. Imagine, so you mentioned the tools that may not be as effective anymore, right? Mm-hmm. Like mailers and door-to-door and right. door knocking and stuff. Imagine this. Imagine you've done the research. You've found the zip code or the neighborhood or wherever these citizens are, these senior citizens are, or whatever demographic you're targeting is. You go door-to-door knocking. You're sending mailers. You're um, dropping off gifts with your face on it. And then once, you know, when they want to escape that and they want to get on social media or shop on Amazon, Guess there you what? are again yeah. and you're everywhere, right? Uh-huh. And so why I say that I don't ever want to degrade past tools that have been used, you can still utilize them 100%. and then be everywhere again. They're mm-hmm. never going to escape you, right? And that, I don't want to make that sound like you can't get away from me, but truly like you have to stay top of mind. Yeah. You have to be that first person that the person thinks of when they suddenly get the idea that they're ready to take action on yeah. something. So you want me to tell you about my last experience of being top of mind? Yeah, I want to hear it. So, uh, <laughs> so I, um, thanks Barry. So <laughs> Chipotle is leaving Denver. Chipotle headquarters okay. is leaving Denver. And they're moving to Newport Beach in California. And Newport relatively is relatively close to where I'm from mm-hmm. in California. It's beautiful there. It's just different than Denver. So I was like, oh, well. Um, and I, I was just getting comfortable enough with targeted ads that I was like, okay. Uh, oh, oh, I could. All right, we'll get to that after this. Cool. Yeah, continue. <laughs> so we are... I read this ad and I just got finished figuring out how to target and it says Chipotle is relocating to California. Mm-hmm. And I went, okay, that's, it said relocate specifically. And I went, well, they're probably working with a relocation company. They're relocating 400 people. So odds are that they've already got things handled, but let's practice this a little bit. So 
I went into the Facebook ads and I targeted the people that worked at Chipotle and I made a little promo video or a little teaser thing that said, it showed the article and it said, bummer, sorry to see you go, sorry to see you're going, but maybe I can help. Mm-hmm. And then I showcased how I'd be able to, you know, help, you know, help sell their house or help them find an agent in California or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, that was awesome. That was like coming full circle. So I wake up in the morning and um, I got my first email response and it was like wow. the next day and I was like, yes, yes. <laughs> it works, man. And I, I open it up and the lady's like, hey, um, I'm, a, I'm a digital marketing person over at Chipotle, like the digital marketer. And I've been getting a lot of uh, calls on your, your ad. Um, and you, you don't realize this, but, and it didn't say this in the article, but actually all those people, most of the people that were affected by this were actually laid off. And they aren't getting oh, wow. relocated. And I go, oh, shit. <laughs> and so I'm, and she's like, yeah, so like, good job on the targeting, but like, you know, it's not coming across very tactful. And I was oh, going, no. oh, shit, oh, shit. And at the bottom, she left her phone number. And I called her and I was kind of pleading my case. And I was like, I just like figure this out. And like, yes, I'll take it down. And like, that's not what the article said. And she's like, yeah, like everybody here found out about it the same day that everybody else did. And it was like, dude, that blows. So, yeah. So, um, that, I mean, the takeaway was, it's <clears throat> like, well, that sucked, but it, it, it worked. But it worked. And you got your face out there. And so my and goal, message across. yes. And so my, my thought was after that is I should retarget those same people and be like, sorry about that, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But I just kind of wanted to let it fizzle out. Um, but so I, I guess, uh, does that happen a lot? Um, in terms of like making that mistake or? Yeah, I guess. Do you have any stories like that where you kind of. You know, and that all comes back to... Is that just beginner's luck that, that happened to me? <laughs> no, it, you did your research, right? Or it, it just happened to fall in your lap and you took action right away. Yeah. And so there's different kinds of, um, you know, marketing where that, that could have been an immediate, like, breaking news kind of thing. Like, Chipotle's leaving, so obviously you would take action right away on yeah. something like that. If it was, um, you know, Chipotle may be leaving in the next 6 to 12 months... That may be, you know, more of a nurtured, um, like a drip campaign, yeah, right. But I don't think you did anything wrong. It was just more of, you know, being aware of of the situation, yeah. right, right. And now you know, yeah, lesson learned. Um, but it worked, man. I mean, if you take anything away from that, you have the ability to share your message with those people, right? yeah, and put your message in front of a specific audience that clearly related to what you were saying, yeah, yeah. And it was funny because after after review, uh, it didn't say relo- – like nothing in my thing said relocate. Yeah. It just said, if you so, need help <laughs> selling your house. So it looked like <laughs> – it was like, hey, you just got fired. You might need to sell. Need to sell. It was <laughs> – so <laughs> uh, I bet they'd think about you next time they want to sell their house though. You think? Yeah. So, if it actually affected them that much. Yeah. So I guess to be more um, – how would so you can retarget right and retargeting is kind of like 201 let's just say maybe 301 i don't know so retargeting would be anybody that saw that video that was targeted and viewed it right even if they you know if they uh you know aggro slam their thing down it's facebook still knows that they watched it mm-hmm. so if they could i retarget another ad let's say that said that says i they watch that video and now for whatever in their algorithm says that they're likely to move now, mm-hmm. that it would display it? Yeah. So the way Facebook works is it's not – it is updated frequently. Uh-huh. But the data from that likely to move could still be from six months ago. Oh. And so I would definitely test that out and see if it worked. Uh-huh. But you can absolutely – Based on the people who watched that video, if they were likely to move six months ago, they probably still are now. Yeah. And it may be worth putting that message in front of them. Yeah. Um, and what I would do is, you know, 
retarget them with that with a series of videos. One saying, "Hey, I'm sorry, I didn't mean for this to come across the wrong way," yeah. and then just provide some value. Like, yeah. "Hey, here are some resources if you need them. Um, if you are thinking about this, here are some things to think about." Right, and then you can. You know, basically, once they watch the first video, they're never going to see that again. But then you're putting them onto the second one, uh-huh. and then they're never going to see the second one again. They're going to see the third one. Totally, and you can just cycle them through that content and oh, go from brand awareness to engagement to then conversion if they end up wanting to work with you. Yeah, man, that's a funnel, right? Yep, I love that video funnel. It's so crazy. Yeah, let's get to Casey's question real quick. Yeah, let's um, do it. I'll be honest, Casey, I don't know if I have the exact answer to how to do this. I can tell you where to start, though. What I would do is... So let's rephrase it, because there's going to be an audio edition. Okay. So how would you market... Wait. So lately, I just officially received my delegation on divorce, real estate, and mortgage. How would you market this skill, or is this, this need to the community? All right, so we're talking about... Divorce real, divorce, real estate, and mortgage. Mm-hmm. So how would you market that? Somebody that's just got divorced? Yeah. And that's a very, you know... Sensitive. Well, it's sensitive, but it's it, it can be necessary, right? If that is what you specialize in, then people need your service. Yeah. What I would do, and again, this is kind of... I don't mean to make this redundant, but you have to research where these people are. You know... The, the reason why Facebook is so effective or any kind of advertising of that realm is you have the ability to really hone in on who that person is mm-hmm. and it's more powerful than you know just putting up a billboard or sending out mailers or whatever, right? Right. Because you have the, again, the ability to hyper-target those people instead of just sending out a blanket ad or a blanket message that reaches everybody and maybe one of those people right. is divorced. Right. So what, what you needed to do is figure out the demographic, meaning the age, the gender, um, what they like to do, where they spend their time, especially online, right? If I'm, uh, if I just got divorced, I may be searching on Zillow to relocate, right? Or I may be, um, I may have just been on a lawyer's website looking for uh, an attorney to help me with this situation. Mm -hmm. And so you need to be where those people are. And again, using Facebook advertising, you have the ability to figure that out, um, based on, you know, demographic, where they spend their time, um, where what's what do they usually purchase, right? right. If I'm going to relocate, maybe I'm looking to um, redesign my house, so I've been to Home Depot. It's just like you can jump down this whole rabbit hole, but what you need to do is really figure out who that ideal client is within the divorce yeah. realm. Yeah, and as we're going down with the specific niches um, of categories of people and life events and stuff like that, I would, of course, recommend that anybody that's practicing real estate as of right now, this is the little disclaimer of always abide by your fair housing practices and mm-hmm. equal housing, um, you know, requirements along with, you know, your specific outreach to people. Uh, that's not to say that if you're all of a sudden a lifestyle real estate agent that you can't advertise to people that are into rock climbing. Right. Um, but I always think it's so interesting how those life events and those stages, uh, the 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 targeting of that again it's like a double-sided sword mm-hmm. how you want to get since you've gone through the training you've got the education you've got the uh, certification you've got these things that are there to help that subset of people mm-hmm. whatever they are um you sh- you you'd prefer to have that person married with this you know d- delivering that service to these people All right Rather than somebody that, you know, doesn't have it, you know, because yep. that's the whole point of those designations. Yep. And so I, but the double-sided sword is what, what I was getting at is it's, since it's right in their face and it's so specific, they're like, oh, like, I don't even want to have to deal with this right now. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. What I would, let's jump out of the Facebook advertising world for a second. Yeah. And let's just talk about visibility. Okay. okay? And finding where these people are. Mm-hmm. Those, you know, and I'm just thinking outside the box right now. If I just got divorced, right, or I just had this life-changing moment, maybe it, it, it might be a sense of freedom, right? If I have been dealing with this um, situation for so long that it's been, um, you know, creating a negative ability for me to go out and do the things that I love doing, but now that my life just changed, I can go back and do those things again. Mm-hmm. 
think about where those people are spending their time, right? right? They may be rock climbing or they may be at a gym or they may be doing things that they didn't have the ability to do when they were married or in this situation, right? So mm-hmm. go spend time in those places, but make sure it's something that you want to do, right? Because right. that's authentic. It's well, it's authentic, and I, I can't really tell you where they where they are. I wouldn't be able to do that, and neither will Facebook unless you put enough time and energy and money into it to figure mm-hmm. that out. Um, first place I would start though is find those people, mm-hmm. figure out where they're spending their time, right? Ask friends of friends. Hey, do you know anybody who might be struggling with this or might be in this situation? And yeah, um, I think, and I I don't want to go on a tangent here, but Another big, and I get this question asked all the time, Cam, how do I keep my friends on Facebook from seeing my stuff? Mm -hmm. And my response back to them is, why do you want to keep them from seeing your stuff? Especially if you're in the real estate industry. Yeah. Odds are those people know somebody who may be looking to buy or sell their home in the near future. Right. Right. So why do you want to take your message away from those people? And the reason I bring this up is... You know, just going back to what I just said about spending, you know, going and finding these people and spending time with them, you can do that on social media. Yeah. Delivering your message to the right person is effective, but if the people that have, that already know, like, and trust you are sharing that message with their friends and the people that they know who know, who don't know you, mm-hmm. it's they automatically build that no like trust factor. Yeah, and they're your advocate. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I think that's great, and I think that a big a big um, part that that plays would be that they aren't convinced by their own message. And I know mm-hmm. this is something that I struggle with mm-hmm. is because if you if you're not if you're not if you're not practicing in a space mm-hmm. for multiple years why should anybody believe you? If you don't believe yourself. And so but as soon as you start practicing what you're preaching or preaching what you're practicing by actually doing, I think that there that's I think that that just kind of fades away, and you you don't have to be that um, persona that you're 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 contriving because it's not contrived anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's been my own uh, struggle is until I was able to find a way to because um, I like I like statistics, I like data, I like finding trends in things, and I like providing that to people because it's actionable data, mm-hmm. right? If they're looking for the average appreciation of this place and they're looking to hold it for five years, I could get you very dependable stats that mm-hmm. aren't just overall Denver Metro statistics over you know month end, that yep. type of stuff. That's not super actionable when you're talking about a specific property. Right. But, but instead of just waiting for somebody to just kind of bring up the real estate conversation, all of a sudden I pounce on them with like a, a stat like that, mm-hmm. The creative outlet of uh, social mediums was huge because you could just make it, let it go, and then what I learned from you and talking about uh, talking to people that do what you do, it's being able to have that live out there, and then people that need and or want it to see it, they'll, they'll they'll see it. Yeah. So that there's a term for that. It's called evergreen. Creating content that will help anybody and everybody. Right. Uh It may not be right now. But as long as you're, again, visible, it's what I'm going to preach on, as long as you're visible consistently with your message, Uh delivering that on multiple platforms, if you have the bandwidth, absolutely do it all. Mm -hmm. Take advantage of everything that you're doing. Sure. Right? With intention, though. I know we had this conversation about, you know, doing the podcast and YouTube and blogs and Mm -hmm. social media and advertising and all this different stuff you want to do. It's great. Yeah. Put your energy into what's working the most right now. Build off of that and implement what has worked and literally duplicate that into all the other platforms. Right. Because your audience may have a different way of, of consuming consuming it. that that message. Um, so, Casey, I want to answer this second question for you. His question was, so I guess just like upsetting the people at Chipotle, divorce is a sensitive subject. Besides Facebook mar- marketing, what have you found to be the most successful marketing ways? I'm going to keep this very simple. The most su- successful people that I know that market themselves without putting in a bunch of money or without, you know, um, making overthinking this and making it a difficult thing, mm-hmm. build a community. Casey, you're doing this very well. Um, for those of you who may not know who he is, he's a lender here in Denver. Um, but you you have to again going back to my equation. You have to be visible and credible, mm-hmm. right? So going out there, building your community in person. 
meeting people, going and networking, um, and just just go meeting everybody that you can. But then bringing them onto the most powerful platform, which is social media, and they get to see kind of the behind the scenes of your life. Mm-hmm. That is the most of that. That's the quickest way to build your community wherever you are. Yeah. Right. And that's how me in particular, I have built my community here in Denver is I would go meet people and then I would simply just go find them on Facebook and say, Hey, it was great meeting you message them. Mm-hmm. And because I post content, con- content consistently, yeah. now they're, you know, they continue to see me because what happens is if we meet for the first time and we have this awesome meeting and we don't follow up or you hand me your card and I forget to call you, that's it, right? right. That's our only experience that we've ever had together. Right. But now we have the ability to, that when you and I have a meeting, I can say, listen, man, I would, thanks for your number, but I'm going to add you on Facebook as well if you don't mind, because that's where you can really see who I am. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's where you can really kind of just dig into my life because yeah. I'm going to share it with you. And my life is my business. My mm-hmm. business is my life. So there's not going to be too much of a difference there. You're just going to get to see me. Yeah. Um, so I hope that answers your question. Just go build a community. If, if you guys take away anything from this, visibility plus credibility equals profitability. Go meet people. Go build that community. Be consistent on social media. And just especially to differentiate yourself from the tens of thousands of other people who may be doing what you're doing. Yeah. Stand out. Just be yourself, right? There, mm-hmm. there are ways that you're going to duplicate with other people, what other people are doing. But if you're doing it in your own way, who cares? Yeah. You're going to win anyway. Totally. And, and so with that, it's... You have to be. You keep saying consistent, yep. and and um, you know, be ever present and <laughs> yeah. evergreen. Buzzwords. It, yeah, <laughs> it's it's important because um, consistency is key uh, to being front of mind and mm-hmm. consistent. And that's something that I have struggled with because, alongside, um, alongside, constantly displaying value, making it count, not just throwing out some you know garbage that's not going to impact people, yeah. right, and. But to do that every day consistently for an extended period of time, it's almost like you have to have a ton of foresight. And then if you get hung up one day, um, you're not able to deliver as caliber as as high caliber of stuff. Mm. <clears throat> so I think a struggle for me has been trying to synthesize a way of delivering high cal- high quality data in a meaningful way mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, so other than calendaring, do you have any recommendations uh, or pulling micro content from larger things? Uh, those are really what I've been trying to stick to. Um, is, And I guess it's kind of built around, that whole concept is kind of built around pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, podcast being a pillar and then everything's kind of pulled away from that. Yeah. So let me make sure I'm, I'm answering the right question. You just want to know, like, what are the best ways to create content? Yeah. Like, how to create quality over quantity. Yeah. How to do it consistently. Right. That's, you know, that's, that's something that I talk about all the time, and it's, it's something I'm really passionate about because it's, it's so easy, right? To me, because I'm a marketer, it's easy. But if you take everything that you've ever perceived about posting on social media out of the equation... Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever driven in your car and a thought pops in your head and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to share this with somebody right now or else I'm going to forget it? Sure. Or like in the shower, wherever you are, right? Yeah, you yeah, just yeah. have these ideas or you just yeah. have these these things that you know you could provide as value to people. Mm-hmm. But you might not necessarily be in, this, in the setting or the situation where you can right away. Just do it. Take those, literally take those ideas and put them on your platforms. <laughs> literally. Like... What I, the one tip that I will share about posting consistently is literally share what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Document everything you're doing if yeah. you're going to take it that far. But it's 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 very simple. There's different ways to do it, right? If you're not comfortable on video, put it in text format. If you, you don't want to spend the time writing out a long post, put it in video format, right? Yeah. Um, that... It's just it, there's so many ways to do this consistently, mm-hmm. quick and easy, that it doesn't need to be overthought. And it doesn't need to be a hassle. Yeah. There are times throughout the day where you have two minutes to post something on social media. Yeah, and it's so interesting how, you know, in retrospect, you can kind of see it. Yeah. And uh, I guess with practice, you're able to do a little bit more. So, like, a perfect example, I think, would be that lime 
scooter that that's causing all this uh, controversy in Denver right now. Yeah, I've only had good experiences with those. Yeah, and so since parking sucks downtown, um, I parked far. I, I was I parked far enough away that I wasn't excited about walking because it's like eighty five. Yeah, but I saw one of those scooters and I was like, oh, I'll park here and then I could just take that scooter right there over to my office. There you go, boom bang. So yep. these scooters are not only expanding, you know, expanding the the usable parking for downtown, right? And it's they're electric, so it's not like these things are like puffing gas everywhere, whatever. Yep. So, uh, and it, the scooter ended up being broke, as I told you, and it. Uh, right. <laughs> so I had to walk, but right. to make that walk more productive, I could have professed my my love and the utility I find in these things in a. In my jaunt over, yeah, in a post, yeah, yeah, you literally told that same exact story, yeah, on your social media, or went live, or put it, you know, took a quick video about it. I'm doing that when I leave. Yeah, seriously, man, it's like that is the example I'm talking about. Yeah, right. That is your in the car idea, is your experience that you just had. Share yeah. your experiences. Literally, just document your day. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why the Kardashians do such a good job is because they literally have a TV show about what they do every single day, every yeah. single second. There's a science behind it. And I'm not going to have to get ass implants, am I? No, no, you have to go that far. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Um, but no, the, the, the concept behind that is it works for no matter who you are. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. And it's because it, it's always funny how people say, you know, no question is a dumb question. Except if it's just the same thing that somebody has answered or just asked two things before that. Yeah. Put your own little twist to it, right? And it, it's kind yep. of that same idea where no thought's unoriginal. Nobody's going to sit there and, and fault you for taking the, you know, eight yeah. million You're just sharing what's picture. happened to you. Exactly. You're just sharing what's happened to you, and that's what makes it so powerful. Uh-huh. Just share your own story. Yeah. You don't need to be anybody else. You don't have to be anybody else. Right. No one's going to want to do business with anybody else. Right. If you're telling your own story, mm-hmm. your own experience with things. Because I may, I may hate those scooter things, right? And you love them. I attract people who hate them. Scooter guy. You attract people who love them. Uh And that's what it is. That's how people do business. It doesn't matter. All right. There's so much people. There's so many people out there that, you know, your message is going to relate to somebody. Yeah. And real quick, I want to get into this because if you're, and if you guys are still watching, thank you for sticking around so long. Um, I get asked this question a lot or, you know, told the statement. I just am not comfortable doing videos or I'm not comfortable posting on social media, putting myself out there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this constant battle with the fear of judgment or the fear of whatever it is going on in your mind, right? And I don't want to jump down that rabbit hole because I don't think I'm qualified to talk about that. Um, I can share with my with you my experiences, but what I will say, and I, if this means anything to you about putting yourself out there and, and consistently posting on social media, don't think so much about yourself. Mm-hmm. Think about the person on the other side of the camera, yeah. on the other side of the phone. Because I guarantee, you know, even if it's 20 people who see your message at first, there's one person out of those 20 people who are taking value from what you said mm-hmm. or have, have put out there. So focus on that and not so much the judgment that you're going to get from the people who don't even matter. Right? That, and that's hard to do. It is very, and I'm not sitting here saying that. No, I'll give easy. you another example. Because yeah. I had another blunder. Go down. Yeah. So I do these property showcases. These are valuable. These are valuable for people who are having these. <laughs> I'm happy to be the senior. Yeah. And it's happened in a very condensed period of time. And again, I'm doing another thing. I just bought a selfie stick, dude. I never thought I'd be that guy ever. Yeah. And so just to get over my own internal anxiety, I've had I had to walk around for like 15 minutes just holding this thing. And that's okay. Just to get over it. But again, it's internal growth, right? Yeah. So I uh, the, this other blunder, I. Was doing a property showcase of this. It's a cool raised ranch in um, Wheat Ridge, mm-hmm. and so it was a brick build. It was um, had a ton of character, but it was thoroughly lived in yeah. by whoever was there before, whoever was selling it. Yeah. Like there were paths in the carpet, like black paths in the carpet, mm-hmm. and like stains on the wall. And um, when I looked at it, it was just very evident to me that it was. It was going to get flipped and it was going to be, uh, you know, the someone was going to realize a significant um, amount of appreciation in a short period of time. Yeah. And so uh, I, that's who I was speaking to over that video. But I posted it to the Wheat Ridge Neighbors Group in 
uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. It's a very active community. Mm-hmm. And so when I posted it, uh, again, I, I think I went to a Rockies game that night and I saw the comment come through and I was like, oh, sweet, I got a comment. Yeah. And it was like, what you think of as ugly. Oh, and my, the name of it was the Denver Ugly. Okay. Or no, no, excuse me. The Wheat Ridge Ugly. Okay. And um, the first thing that it says on there is, what you think of ugly, we think of as like our own. And it was like, it immediately took it me completely out of the idea of having fun and seeing this property as a potential investment and talking at it from that angle to then I just, I just trashed everybody that lives in that same type of house in Wheat Ridge Mm -hmm. and I just put it right into their face and I was like oh I didn't even think of that but again context is everything Mm -hmm. because if I were putting that same video in a real estate investors group in front of those people they would be in that frame of mind not these people where it's like they actually in their backyard and it's what's so funny about it and what I what um, what greater context uh, comes with it is I love those type of houses. Like yeah. the houses that need just a little bit done to them to make them shine yeah. are my favorite. Like when I see AstroTurf, permanent AstroTurf on the back porch, it's like, oh, cool. It's like yeah. inside. Or like the um, like alcove ceiling with popcorn on it that's got glitter in it. Yeah. Like from straight from the 70s. Right. Like those are all little time capsules that if like that <laughs> was like nostalgia. In trend. Yeah, that was yep. in trend. And so nothing is, is wrong with that. And mm-hmm. those those are um, you know, symbols of a bygone era, just like the the, the bull nose molding on every, you know, mid two thousands track home. Like right. those are all um, or that little tile that everybody puts on their backsplash right now. Yep. Um, they're all like indicators of a specific period of time. Yeah. And so And who those people are. Hundred yeah. percent, and so those are all. I, 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 it was so funny how, if you spend any real time with me, those are those quirkiness is what I, I dig in properties. Yep. yep. But it's so interesting how if you're not, um, really thoughtful of who you're conveying it to, and in the right way, mm-hmm. just like in anywhere in life, yep. you know, it's just so funny how that when you record it and you put it out a lot of that intent and a lot of that stuff just kind of goes out the window because all they're seeing is me sitting there just trashing them right to their face and this big old smile when I'm doing it. Right. It was so funny, but the comments were hilarious. (laughs) So I guess putting yourself out there is scary because of that exact reason Yeah, is there's no no, like do overs. Yeah. And that all goes back to intention, right? Do you want to be the guy that's, um, you know, constantly creating controversy because there are all those people and they have success. Uh-huh. Do you want to be that guy, which is totally fine. Uh-huh. It sounds like that's, that's what I'm doing. No. <laughs> so you can totally be that person or do you <laughs> want to be the person that shares the nostalgia of the beautiful home and whatever you're talking about yeah. and sharing your story. The second thing I want to bring up about what you just said is, and, and this has been going on the whole podcast, I'm just getting ideas for you totally. in particular, is I haven't seen these stories shared anywhere. Yeah. What well, I was you guys take anyway? I was embarrassed, but you're not embarrassed yeah. to tell who, the thousands. I've come to terms. Watch it, I've right? come to terms. Well, and if I'm able to do it at long, okay, that's a great. That's but a great. People question. can relate to that. Yeah, right. If that's you're telling question. that story, of course it's going to start out in controversy, but it is like it's it's kind of a conquering the the beast, right? Uh-huh. You overcame what happened to you, and now you learn from it. And who hates a who hates a lesson in a message? Yeah. Right. That's true. And so this whole guys, if you take again, if you take something away from this, everything we've been talking about, we're I'm sharing my experience. I'm sharing the knowledge that I have from the things that I've learned myself. Right. People may disagree. People may agree. It doesn't matter because this is what I know. Uh And I share it. People can see me sharing these messages all the time. The people who are watching this may have already seen me talk about this stuff. Right. And that's what I'm that's what I want you to focus on is and the people watching is or, or listening. <laughs> Sorry, I forget we're doing three different things here. <laughs> um, you t- you tell oh, stories. Get a yeah, get you should get a gimbal, man. What the hell is a gimbal? I'll tell you that in a sec. Real quick. You you tell stories to people every single day. When you walked in here, you told me the experience you just had three seconds ago. Sure. Share it. Uh-huh. Share it. Build that community of people who will listen to it. Who will engage with it you yeah. will relate to it okay um a gimbal by the way is a it's basically a selfie stick but uh-huh. it's um it's electronic so you have the ability to it, it's a stabilizer so say you're running around 
the camera is going to stay focused no matter like how crazy you're shaking. Oh, got it. Um, what Jerry might be alluding to though is we can't touch the table. Because I think it might be doing that. Anyways. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I got this thing the other day. Yeah, yeah I have one I was, in my back too. I actually very, have a gimbal in my back. Really? I might need actually, to see that. It might be in my car. It's I'm in my car. Making I lied. Oh. Well, I'll have to see it. Yeah. I'm making small little improvements here and there. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Casey, you are that person, which is totally fine, man. You're going to attract oh, okay. those kinds of people. Okay. Good to know. Thanks, Jerry. I don't know, Jerry. He was so he was referring to the selfie stick comment. He said you should get a gimbal instead because it's oh yeah, okay. It's, it's more. It, you can walk around with it, you uh-huh. know. Like I mean, you can do that with the selfie stick too, but it's more like interactive. Mm-hmm. I would say more engaging. And so it's center video. of gravity, and then as you do it, it stays stabilized. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, so everything that I record yeah. on video, I use a, a gimbal, and I'll just like walk around, and it'll look perfect. So if I was neurotic, walking around with a selfie stick. It's going to be You're a whole have to other have a level. Strong, straight arm. <laughs> it's going to be a hard... Or else your videos are going to look like this. Yeah, and I think they do. I'm yeah. doing those area tours, and it was funny. Somebody mentioned you should get a stabilizer. Yep. And as I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I think it looks good. But to other people's eyes, I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Do you use a... Does, so do you know Jerry? Yeah, I know Jerry. He, he, um, he is... One of the fastest adapters I've ever met. Besides, like, what you're doing is dope. Jerry's also doing something similar. Like, what he learns, he'll implement as quick as he can. Cool. And I think that's, like, you two would relate on that level because you both do that. You're you're willing to adapt to the new stuff that you're learning. Yeah. You're actively seeking new information, new knowledge, and then implementing into your business. That's what I love Jerry most for that. Besides that, he's an amazing person. Um, but yeah, he has he has a gimbal. Well, let's grab a beard, Jerry, and let's talk about it. We'll record I, it. Grab and we'll, Colorado. we'll document it. Was he there? <laughs> he was. Uh, no, he wasn't. No. Okay. He. So uh, another thing Cameron does, or Cam. I think we're getting close. No, Cam. Other one. Yeah. So um, it's my name. He's a part of uh, Grab a Beard Colorado, and so we were just roller skating last night, and uh, plug that a little bit. Yeah. So I am a part of a organization called Grab a Beard Colorado. Um, we are focused on switching the norm of networking events from card pushing to really just come hang out with some amazing people, build your own community within our organization. Um, and really, it, it says it in the name, come grab a beer and, and hang out. Yeah. Right? What was that last time? That was a Hefeweizen? Uh, it was a Pilsner. That was a Pils? It was a Pilsner, yeah. Oh. Um, but besides that, I think what, what really separates, it, maybe not, but... The most important part of what what we've created is um, all the proceeds go to charity. Mm-hmm. So we we partner with um, we just recently recently started partnering with different brokerages, mm-hmm. and all the proceeds are going to their charity of choice. Oh, so cool! Not only do you get to come join a, an awesome community and um, you know hang out with some cool people, but you're also you know giving back to those who who aren't as fortunate as you. So. That's awesome. Yeah, and it's a ton of your. Pro- it's. It, I think the ticket was like fifteen bucks. Yeah, but then like yeah, like the like the majority of that was going straight to that charity. Yep, that's yep. pretty sweet. Yeah, and it's 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 usually ten. The reason it was fifteen is because we had to provide our own beer that time. Usually uh-huh. we do it at different breweries. Oh, got it. Um, around town, so we're building the community there. Um, but yeah, it, it's typically a ten dollar ticket going straight to, going straight to charity. Like it's pretty rad. It's yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, my I was with uh, some friends there, and they are part of Extended Hands of Hope, mm-hmm. and so I think their intention is to hopefully hook up with you guys with that cool. to partner with that group later. I don't think it's going to be through a specific brokerage, but Extended Hand of, Hands of Hope. I'm not affiliated with it, but it's uh, it's to stop um, I think child sex trafficking. Cool. Maybe awesome. overarching to all sex trafficking. But regardless, good thing to try to stop. Absolutely. So um, if you didn't hear about that yet last night, keep um, they'll be in touch with you. Stay for that. tuned. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So I think we've been going for about an hour. And uh, if we don't have any more questions, we can wrap up. And I don't think any more are going to come pouring through. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I think... Um, I think we kind of went round and round, but I think that at the start, the question was, how can we make this most impactful? And uh, by way of Casey's question and uh, 
yeah, by way of answering that, by way of anything else, anything that you are interested in, you can find people you can find people to speak to that are interested in that same thing. And I think that's the impact. I think that's the reality mm-hmm. that is big to people. Mm-hmm. Of If you have value to give, there are people out there that want that value. You, and you are able to do it. More than you think. Yeah. And one of the ways that they can do that, they can actually take action on that, is by getting in touch with you. Absolutely. And you can help them with that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, sweet. Yeah. Well, great. That was it. Um, Until next time. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Right on. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Later.